Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Yeah, I think it's exactly that. It's the initial, you know, and, uh, you know, the Pac-12 right now, just uh, with the slate of games, uh, you know, from top to bottom, uh, there's no, there's no gimmies. And, uh, you know, this next uh, month for us is going to be a big month, so there's a lot of football left to be played. This is Dirt and Sprague. And now Simeon crushes a ball back to left field. Gurry out of the wall. Goodbye. It is a route in game four. Marcus Simeon came into the game with three RBIs this postseason. He's got five in three innings tonight. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Spray. Three-pointer. No good. Yeah, no. It's a one-point game. 6.8 to go. The might on a call timeout to advance it. Oh, Johnson Hurts. Johnson Hurts. Yes. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Hump day. Happy hump day, everybody. What is happening? You know, uh, I can think of a few places where you get a behind-the-scenes look of stuff. And it's it's it, it's it's interesting. Okay. Like we went to um, Dirt and I did the Ben Ale Trail years ago, many moons ago. It was uh, God. I loved doing that trip. I, I always just... kind of banked it as like, a, hey, an automatic vacation getaway for us. We get a paid vacation. You get to drink a lot of free booze. Usually, a nice meal is incorporated in the weekend away. It was a great time. It was, and uh, I still talk to our boy Nate, who runs that uh, that business over there. And I haven't been to Ben in a couple years, but I. I was thinking about how we'd go on the Bendale Trail, and if you've never been, it's it's actually a really cool thing. They take you to like four or five breweries per tour, mm-hmm. 
and you get to know how the companies were created and started, and then you get to see all the uh, the hops and all that stuff for the process. <laughs> I don't know what you'd say, but how do you put the hops in? And the cool part was kind of getting to shop for the beer while also looking through glass and seeing it all get bottled and kind of sorted out, right? Yeah. yeah. The, how the sausage is made is what they would call it. Yeah, a lot of people like to see that, the behind the scenes of how things are put together. Well, I had a feeling this would happen, and here we are today on November 1st, and uh-huh. we have a listener uh-huh. saying one of their favorite parts of our show <laughs> is watching Swag try to get us to break <laughs> on the live stream, because now they can see yeah. either how annoyed of us he is, or how annoying from our perspective he is. Yeah, people were like legitimately time stamped it yesterday on social media. The segment, the break that it was, when we went long, the reaction that Swag gave when we didn't break on time. They're quite enjoying it. I just I responded with the gif of one of those like Monsters Inc. characters with like 37 arms just waving their arms up and down like That's that. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. There was a lot of people that tweeted us the <laughs> um, the the used car lot, the little like blowy thing that kind of, you know, you know Drifts in the wind Wacky back and inflatable forth. arms guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy. So we yeah. got a lot of those, and that's that's every day. That's what we do. This is how we roll. And I've always told people who who are aware of the clock thing when Swag is, <laughs> you know, I call him out sometimes, or you can just tell he's in our I ear. I love how you're making this my fault for you guys not being able to tell time. That's what I love that's going on, Hold on here. <laughs> Who was making anything your fault? I said either enjoying you trying yeah. to get us to rap, or being on our side of seeing you be annoying to us. I think it's, listeners are just enjoying the content. Yeah. They love the content. That's yeah. all it is. I don't know why you just took that personally. <laughs> what just, happened there? They love seeing your arms wave around in the air. Well, they I've, like it. I've always said this about him off the air to people who listen to the show from time to time and you know chime in on thoughts. I say, you know, in the moment it's annoying to me. But really, in reality, I think when he's most upset, is probably when our boss has given him nine other things that he needs yeah. to try to get done. So you're mad at your dad, you're not mad at me. There's, it, a, there's a lot going on yeah, over there. Yeah, there's a little of that energy, because yeah. it doesn't actually do anything to his job if we're three minutes over the clock. No, it does not. Nothing happens. Like, no. literally nothing happens. <laughs> no. We actually screw ourselves in that, because yep. we'll have shorter segments. But people are enjoying watching him <laughs> operate as... The clock monster. I think we now need to get like a it like swag an airline sponsorship, like an ala- like swag brought to you by Alaska Airlines, and then we give him like the the light up things that you lay on the planes with, and then he's got like a th- he's got those. You the there. runway guy, like a like the runway lights. Like give us some of these, you know, go back and forth, no. forward and side. No. What do you think? No, he, he's not that guy. He's the air traffic controller. You think he's in the tower? He's he, the guy with the headset in the tower. Yeah, he has to navigate all of these plane thirty seven. It's time for yeah. you to land. You Right. Go down. Dirt, uh, you need to <laughs> board and leave. The movie Pushing Tin. <laughs> I haven't. No. no, I did it not. It was about that. It was, uh, It had Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie. Oh, is this how they met? 1999. That might have been know. how they met, actually. John Cusack John was in it. John Cusack, yeah. That actually, the timeline of that, I think that's around the time when they were doing that. You know, they were like having sex on the run that, on the red she carpet. Had the vial of his blood. Was yeah, that, those two? Ooh, that was ooh. about that yeah. time. Yeah, ooh, ooh. that was late nineties, early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, she had a necklace, and then there was a little vial of his blood. Dude, Billy Bob 
he got kind of crazy <laughs> sexual Angelina Jolie. But yeah, the air traffic controllers in there, they were like, it was in New, it was like lining them up for LaGuardia or something right outside <laughs> New York or whatever. Yeah. And they would, they'd be like, you get in line or I'm bumping you and you won't land for, you're going to fly around for two hours if you don't listen to what I got to say. My uncle, uh, my dad's younger brother was an air traffic controller for, I don't know, 20, 25 years. I feel like that'd be a pretty cool job. Oh, it's, it's, it's very highly stressful. stressful. Very stressful. Very yeah. hard job. He was, he was, an air, and then he was a, you know, a manager in, yeah. had a shift manager at one Which point. is probably the goal and dream of every air traffic yeah. controller. It's like, let me get the headset off and let me just make sure the, the room is good. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to, we're just going to observe everybody doing their yeah. job. There was the famous story of, because uh, obviously they, they drug test frequently and randomly and oh, yeah. we would hope so, but yep. somebody brought poppy seed muffins in for the break room or whatever one morning and they had a random drug test and everybody popped because of the poppy seed muffins everybody's on uh heroin this morning okay cool great i have a uh, a cousin on my wife's side who i'm really really close with and uh he you know he was kind of wandering through his life didn't really know what he wanted to do he was a really smart guy he picked that career coincidentally and he was told at the onset of it Hey, you got to go to training for a couple months and then you can pick the airport or city you live in because, you know, it's that's great. It's a hard job. You want to be somewhere you're familiar with. Yeah. And so he said, great, I'm in. And so he was really committed to it. He gets to the program. He's about two days away. They're sending him. He's actually currently in Oklahoma right now, either Oklahoma City or Tulsa. And he's there for two months on training. He call. I call him one day. And we're talking. I go, hey, are you excited? And he goes, well, I have to go to New York. And I go, New York? He goes, yeah, I'm going to a small airport in Long Island. I'm like, Long Island? <laughs> what happened to Portland? He either wanted to go to Portland because we're up here. Yeah. Or he wanted to stay in L.A. Sure. He said, what happened to L.A. and Portland? He was like, well, I got to the program. And then they said, you got to go where we pick. Oh, uh, they lied to you. And I go, they misled you. And he goes, yeah, a little bit. Mm. He goes, he was really upset by it. But then... In the process of them saying, you got to go to New York after training in Oklahoma, he's upset. He knows nobody in New York. He's a very social guy, so this isn't going to be a problem for him. But he, he knows nobody in Long Island. He's like, I got to live in New York by myself. And I go, dude, now I have a reason to go visit New York. Always wanted to go. There you go. Now I have a reason. And he goes, I was really mad, and then I calmed down. And I say, what calmed you down? He goes, well, right after they told me I had Long Island— the next three people uh -oh. had the most random small cities in Alaska. <laughs> oh, no. And I went, oh, my God. Could you, you imagine? hit the lottery. You got to go to Juneau, Alaska <laughs> for 10 years because you can't, when you get this job, oh, God. you can't hop around and be like, well, I want to be an air traffic controller in yeah. this city. When you're there, you have to be there. Yikes. So he almost had to go to, like, all these random little stops that people just go for hunting and fishing reasons. In Alaska, he gets to go to New York, and everybody else gets to go to Alaska. Yeah, there you're landing, like, little prop planes of people going, like, fishing and hunting and stuff. Yes. And in New York, you're landing major airlines on a day-in and day-out basis. Right. Not even close of where you would rather live. Long Island, I could make that work. Yeah. Alaska, I'm out. You ever think about what kind of job, like, 
this job is an example. If you would have done this in college and they said, you can pick your city and then you get the program and they go, we're going to throw you to a city that needs a host. <laughs> yeah, we, and they're like, whatever hey, whatever random city comes up with. You're going to go to you're going to go to uh, a Sioux Falls <laughs> and you're like, you're going to do sports radio in Sioux Falls. Like, oh, awesome. Time to learn about the Dakota. Exactly. North Dakota State football. Powerhouse programs. A lot of college hockey. That's a big deal over there. You know, you're Googling. Is that the Jackrabbits? Yeah, which one is with you? The Bison? <laughs> right. Can we cover Trey Lance here? Can we interview Trey Lance? Carson Wentz, can he be my co-host? <laughs> Nobody in the NFL wants him, so can I get him? That's true, yeah. When's he going back to do radio in North Dakota? It should be his day should be numbered, I would imagine. The Vikings not choosing him. <laughs> going Josh Dobbs instead. Jaron Hall. Tells you all you need to know. It kind of yeah, does, yeah. yeah your, your time's done here in the NFL. Yeah, so Swag, my ultimate point on this is I don't know why you got so defensive at the beginning there. I wasn't calling you out. I'm just saying people kind of enjoy. They do. They enjoy it. The spectacle of us being idiots and you freaking out and being upset at us. I think they want the three camera on every time we go to commercial break so they can see the see the arm. You gotta get the arm going. You gotta get the wave. It's yeah. all in the elbow. You gotta have the face. Yeah. He has this pursed up Lake Oswego like, how dare you not listen to me face <laughs> go. sometimes. Go! Exactly. There it is. You gotta get that yell in there too. It's perfect. We did have a listener also say, can we just get the three cam for updates? People just want to watch you do updates. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know how that works, but sure. I, I don't care. Well, there, Joey was reconfiguring everything. Yeah, we got new because buttons. Because each show had its own camera shots, and so he had to reconfigure every single one. It's like, no, we got to find a different way to skin this cat. So <laughs> now we've got the standard camera shots, and I just have to change the graphics so we have the right show Okay, that's on. Seems a little so he's still figuring this thing out along with us. There's a listener that pointed out, and this is the first thing that I think of too when you bring up air traffic controllers. First thing that I think of is Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah. Man. That opening scene where there's the stuff in the pool and everything, the oh, debris the on plane. the roof, and you're yeah. like, how do we get here? Right. And what then you get here? to that episode and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that's the first one that I think of. I just think stress. Yeah, a lot of stress. Smoking heaters. They can't do like they can't smoke weed. They're not allowed to smoke weed in their off time. I mean, I, well, off time that's a little that's a little yeah. aggressive. But on the clock, yeah, yeah. Pushing ten was it was actually a John Cusack. <laughs> that's when John Cusack was in everything. He was big time. I think that was a little while after say anything and other John Cusack sorts of things. Yeah, but uh, you guys might enjoy it. I mean, it has, yeah, vintage Billy Bob and Angelina. Kate Blanchett is in it, too. Oh, hello. It's a good little cast. 1999 movie. Tell you what, I might be watching that more than I'll watch the World Series from here on out. Yeah, that was tough last night. That was a horrible game, and the last thing that that series needed was a was a blowout. That was that wasn't even like a late blowout. It was an early, early blowout, like yeah. five in the first, and you're just like, oh god. I turned it on, <laughs> and then I went to my kitchen to get some stuff for the trick or treaters, and in that process, you text me. And then I came back to my TV, and yep. it was like 3 nothing already. I'm like, well, all right. Yeah, then Seager hit a two-run bomb, and you're like, yeah, this is done. This yep. is over. You already lost me in the first because they went bullpen game. And so, like, three batters into the game, you're changing pitchers. And I'm like, I just, I don't, this is stupid. This is so stupid. Those Arizona fans were throwing paper airplanes <laughs> in the seventh and eighth inning and had to be told by the PA person to stop. They booed him. As they should. You know how much money I spent on a Game 4 World Series ticket? Oh my and my God. team was down 7 nothing in the third inning. Dude. Screw you. I'm throwing whatever I want to throw. The Cardinals are going to play a quarterback I've never heard of. 
the Diamondbacks are getting blown out at home by the Rangers, and the Phoenix Suns choked. They lost last night? Oh, yeah. They, in, like, stunning fashion. Stunning fashion. I turned that game off. You oh, did? Oh, that was the I best had game of the night. They were up by 20. I Dude, turned it yeah. off. They the came Spurs back. terrible. They came back. Wimby and the Spurs, they cut it to, like, three or four. Final two minutes. They cut it to one. Suns have the ball. There's like six seconds left. It's a one-point game. Didn't call a timeout. Didn't call a timeout. Waiting to get fouled. Kevin Durant gets the ball from the inbounds, <laughs> and he's holding it, and he, he just holds it out there, and Keldon Johnson just comes right up to him and rips it from him and then lays it up. And there's one second left. Katie's screaming for a foul. Holy Vogel's hell. pissed. And it's just like, holy crap, <laughs> the Spurs <laughs> are going to win this game. And they won the game. They won the game. Yes, they did. How about Wemby? I did enjoy the Wemby Bull Bull comparisons last night on TNT. I that mean, was more entertaining than the World just Series. Just insanely, <laughs> insanely stupid. I don't know what you're talking about. I think Bull Bull's better. I, go Ducks. We got to go. I See, we're already against it. We're already over. <laughs> Come on! We got a break. Saturday Story at 8.15. Austin Meek at 7.30. We got a lot to dive into. Dirt and Sprague. We start with a local story. That emerged yesterday afternoon. I don't know how many people saw this, but I want to pass it along. We'll do it next. Dirt and Sprague, good to be with you on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Turn it up, Swigard. Let's go. It's November, baby. I'm in an absolute jam. Woo! This song absolutely slaps. I love when it drops. And the piano hits in. <laughs> Here it comes. You know it. Now we're talking. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, Happy November. Happy holidays. We made it. We, we made got it. through it. November is the forgotten month, the month that nobody really needs. Thanksgiving is overrated. Whoa. It's Christmas okay. time. Can we can we pause? Let's just move on. Everybody wants to move on. I want to fast forward through it. Nobody needs Thanksgiving. We're you, all just excited for Christmas. We are, but you really don't enjoy Thanksgiving. Like, I'm not telling you yeah, to rank it in your top five. It's but okay. Thanksgiving's fine. We got football. You got the Lions. Sure. I, I enjoy the, watching football. I don't need a holiday to watch football. I watch football every weekend. Yeah, but it feels a little different when you got some <laughs> stuffing on a plate with gravy. I mean, does it? Does it? You, know, you want to know something funny? Yeah, what do you got? I uh, Before I left my house, 
because my wife is a massive Halloween fan. Uh, it's before I left my house, I went up to her side of the bed and I slowly faded up that song <laughs> to the point where it went full blast at the end. And she slaps my arm away. <laughs> yeah, hit that. Turn that off. Crap out of here. And I just like chuckled and left. I mean, that's how most people feel the day after Christmas, right? You're like, ah, it's all over. You're kind of sad. It's come and gone another year. And I'm sure that's the way your wife feels about Halloween. It's yeah. like you build all, you know, build up for it all month. All It all goes into it. And then all of a sudden it's gone. It's like, oh, now you got to wait another year. That's true. I went the, uh, I felt a little bad about it, but I went bucket on the porch last night. Ah, uh, you're lazy. You're just so lazy. <laughs> I just didn't want to deal with it all night. We did the full-size bars. I had a couple kids try to take two because I was uh-huh. like, you know, take one each. Sure. And they interpreted it as like the multiple buckets I was holding. I like, want a oh, Snickers one of each. and a Reese's. Take right. one of each, yeah. Two kids got away with it. I'm just like, eh, whatever. But like... <laughs> I had to, like, stop a lot of little kids. No! No, hey! One! <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what you get for buying king-size candy bars. No, 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 they weren't. They were regular size. Okay, regular size. Okay. okay. Now, okay. here's the funny thing. I did have a little boy come to my door, and I had Twix, Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, <laughs> Kit Kat, Hershey Bar, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. All full size. Okay? Two okay. buckets. He leans in, and he goes, What? No king size. <laughs> I just, I almost kicked him. I almost just kicked now him. You know why Halloween right in the just face. needs to go off. Just go away. There was. I saw RG three had a tweet. These little ungrateful <laughs> beggars. To oh my. Gosh. That's right. Get a job. Contribute to society. That's right. RG three had a tweet. I don't know if he made it up or not, but Mow I kind of want to believe that he's that he's not. He said he was taking his kids <laughs> trick or treating, and he saw houses where they were selling the candy to the kids. Selling like the if candy? You, like, here, like, I have king-size bars. It'll be $5 when what? you walked up to the house. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> wait, wait, what do you got in your wallet? Come on, let me see. Four ninety nine. Come on, let's make a deal here. I wanted to lean in and be like, what house do you live in? <laughs> because your parents spoil you way too much. Can you imagine size? being that much of a snot-nosed brat complaining about not having king-size candy bars? Dude, if I ever got a full-size bar, I was through yes. the moon. I didn't even care if it was a bar I didn't like that much. I'm not. I would never. Look, more power to you. It's Halloween. Your family gets in the house. Halloween, I would never spend my money on that. That's okay. Well, we got it discounted at Target. Okay, well, that's, We found like 18 sure. bars for $10, and I'm like, yep, buy like four of those. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. I'll invest in the neighborhood. I care about the youth, but <laughs> don't come and get a free candy bar and then be like, it's not king size. <laughs> Yeah, your costumes suck too, kid. That's what I wanted. Your costume's terrible. Yeah, what are you dressed up as? Upgrade your costume, you get a king size from the Sprague house. <laughs> you little douche. Yeah, grateful. <laughs> little son of a... Anyways, uh, moving on from Halloween, yeah. I saw this yesterday via you. Oh, what did I do? Uh, well, you pointed something out to me. Uh, Ian Furness, our good friend at 93.3 KJR, he tweeted yesterday, uh, to recap what I had said on his radio show, the Apple Cup, this is what Ian Furness, who is a cougar, and this is what he said he's hearing from multiple sources, there's a strong push to play at Lumen Field in 2024, possibly Labor Day weekend. Revenue would be split 50-50. And the game that was supposed to be in Pullman, they would basically settle it and say, we're going to play in Seattle instead. There is hope the series, I'm reading his tweet here, there is hope the series would then move to Pullman in 25, back to Husky Stadium in 26. Those could be possible issues. Again, the game next year is not a done deal. There is hope on both sides to get it done. Wazoo needs games and money. 
UW needs an early game. Best case in the eyes of many who want the game playing at Lumen Field would be Red River rivalry-like split stadium. Great atmosphere. Rivalry continues. There are obvious challenges like future game locations, and many Wazoo fans want no part of the game continuing, so it isn't done. There is hope it will get done. So we will have the Apple Cup, I guess, next year and maybe in the next few years. We'll have to wait and see on it. My, this was interesting for me in Furness yesterday. I thought it was it was kind of an outside the box way to come up with something that would make everybody happy, right? You get a game in Seattle where there's a big fan base, obviously for both schools. You have an NFL stadium that thing would sell out. Like I know Oregon State fan and Washington State fan will maintain they want nothing with playing these games in, in the short term. But if you schedule this game on Labor Day weekend, you're telling me Coug fans aren't going to that thing. School's not in session yet. Like it's in Seattle, so it's not all the way out in Pullman. You don't have to worry about students not being there. Like dude, there's a huge alumni base. Like they would sell that thing out, and it would actually be a really cool atmosphere. And they actually, to me, this would be a solution that would probably keep both fan bases happy because you would keep playing the game, but you would be able to split the revenue and not have to worry about the non-conference road game and all that kind of stuff because I think that's the hang-up for Washington is we get basically one road non-conference game every year and that would mean then every other season if we play the Apple Cup, the only road non-conference game that we can play is in Pullman. You can't recruit in Pullman. There's not a big team. Right? All the all the things that are keeping them from wanting to play that game. Well, they can't recruit in general. They right? can't recruit in general, <laughs> sure. But this would at least alleviate some of those concerns because you play in Seattle. Um, so I, I don't know. I thought it was an outside-the-box way of thinking about it. Unfortunately, we don't have really have those options down here. Like, you could play it at Providence Park for a year and then go from there and see what you want to do. It's no, that, But it's that, just that, not going to happen because we don't yeah. have an NFL state in the in the big city that's around the two universities. That area is not equipped to handle Oregon Oregon State football game. No. I I went to the Oregon State Montana State Tech. I don't know what school it was, but I went to that Providence yeah. Park game last year. 2 years ago, yeah. Dude, that opponent I've never heard of in my life and it was awful. There was nowhere to park and and look, that stadium's not as big as other stadiums. And Beaver fan was everywhere. There was they, People were walking blocks yep. and blocks. You can't do the Oregon-Oregon State game at Providence Park. And that's the, va- that, I mean, that's the massive difference between us and Seattle is they've got the infrastructure for it. We don't. I've always said, though, even though I think that game is going to be dead for a while, if Oregon State is money hungry, and I'm assuming they're going to win their lawsuit here with Washington State for the Pac-2 rights, mm-hmm. even though they're still going to want money, I'm just wondering... Are they willing to play the game in Eugene every once or probably three out of every four years? Because I I really do believe it, and I hate to say it, I can understand the position of Oregon and Washington saying, you know what, we're in the Big Ten now, we have to play Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, maybe some of these other programs that are coming up. We're not really interested in going to havoc places. We don't want to put ourselves in a Corvallis road game and be like, ah, Second game of the year. I don't know how prepared we are. Right. Right? This is Oregon State Super Bowl. Yeah, this is your Super Bowl. Same thing with Washington State. So I, I don't know what this means for the Civil War, but it, at least encouraging news, I think, from the Apple Cup and maybe something to motivate the folks on the Civil War side of push and make the game happen because Oregon State needs the money in the game. Yeah. And, you know, it'd be it'd be a really good non-conference opponent for Oregon. It totally would. And I, th- I think it would keep some semblance of normalcy in a, in a landscape that's changing that a lot of us don't like. Here's the difference, though, at least as of now. And I don't know why this is for Husky fan. And so maybe you can, Husky fan, if you're out there listening, let me know. They only have two non-conference games scheduled for right now. So I don't know if Michigan State was originally one and they had to strike that. No, I think it was either, I think it was Michigan. Okay, Harbaugh next year. Harbaugh and Michigan got out of UCLA and Washington games. And so I think that's why there's a hole in the so schedule. 
they need to schedule a game for yeah. next year. And so that's part of the solution here. And I don't – like, Oregon has Texas Tech at home, and then I think they play nobody – um, like two other nobodies, and so I don't think they have a gap in their schedule next year. The way well, obviously Washington State doesn't know what their schedule is going to be, so they need all the games they can get. And Washington only has two non-conference games. Oregon, let me just look real quick. Yeah, twenty twenty-four. Yeah, they got Hawaii, so they get the bonus game too. Hawaii, Idaho. Oregon plays Idaho next year. Oh God, uh, Texas Tech and Boise State. So they don't they don't have an open date. Idaho is actually sneaky good this they year. Can they can buy out Idaho. What's I would hope cost so. Them? Four hundred grand. Well, I'm just saying. I look. I <laughs> I would hope that you don't play that game. <laughs> I I think the other part of this is today in the afternoon. So after our show, yeah, the Big Twelve is set to release their schedule. So to me, that indicates for all the hopeful Oregon State fans we've heard from, mm. it, it that ain't happening. You're not going to the Big Twelve. It's not, not happening next, next year. year. Maybe in 25. Maybe in 26. You kick the can down the road. Um, so that's going to free up some stuff. I don't know. I. I'm not going to dismiss the idea that Oregon State gets desperate enough to say, all right, Oregon, let's can we you squeeze us in? Can we figure a way to do this because they need the games? But, you know, I I, I liked reading that from Ian because I know Cougar fan was is is pissed. And, you know, Husky fan might be kind of leaning in. Oh, yeah, we're Big Ten Huskies. You love that game. Yeah. You don't want to lose that game. Nobody wants to lose that game. So man. it's like, you know, it, it put cooler heads together. They found a solution to it. I don't know if they'll figure that out on our side with I Oregon, hope, Oregon yeah. State. But hope they do. As you mentioned with the schedules, Oregon State and Washington State don't have packed schedules yet. Yeah. So that's maybe some hope for people out there. Uh, coming up next, I want to get to a story kind of flying a little under the radar that I think is hilarious, massive, and I'm curious where it goes. I'll tell you what it is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Dirt, you remember, uh, by the way, NFL Zig or Zag is coming up next. I got a really good one for you this week. I'm ready to zag. I think you want to zig. Uh, I'm zagging today. Okay. Uh, you remember when Jim McElwain was photoed humping a shark naked? I do. Yeah, I do. He's now coaching Central Michigan. I watched a lot of that game last night. You know what's funny? <laughs> the hockey game I started watching kind of sucked because the Kings got off to a yeah, good start. It's like three nothing right out of the game. Uh, I was just I felt it feels over in hockey, yeah. and then the intermissions hit, and you're kind of like, are we going to respond to this? I don't know. <laughs> we got 20 minutes to wait. I'm going to go watch something else. The baseball sucked horrible, and then you had pointed out we got a snow football game, so I went to the action and I watched Northern Illinois against Central Michigan, and mm-hmm. they just housed them. It ended up being a good game in the second half. Oh, really? Northern I turned it Illinois off. Northern Illinois came back. They had a fourth down late in the game. I think 37. Wow. 31 was the final. It was like 37-11 when I turned it off. Fun little game. Anyways, Jim McElwain's the coach at Central Michigan. I didn't know that. The Chippewas. Let's go Chippewas. The funniest story happened yesterday. We got off the air (laughs) mid-afternoon. Nicole Auerbach of NBC and The Athletic tweets out a still image, and it basically says, Central Michigan is investigating if the man in this photo with sunglasses is Connor Stallion. The guy who has been linked to the cheating and sign stealing for Michigan. Yeah. I I don't know where this is gonna go. <laughs> if this is true, Harbaugh needs to be fired and Michigan needs to be like vetoed now. It is one hundred percent him, by the way. I, there I, there's a lot of evidence. Chance. If this was any other normal staffer, yes. Central Michigan does not let this story exist in the air for 24 hours without saying, no, that's our grad assistant, Bobby. Like, nobody has come forward to say, that was me. I'm not Connor Stallions. They're an Adidas school. Okay. Did you notice the kind of shoes that the coach is wearing on the sideline? Nike. Nikes. Uh-oh. You and I know a lot about coaches and we what do. they wear and the yeah. outfits that they get. It is all pre-planned. Oh, yeah. You do not, yeah. under any circumstances, as an Adidas school, wear Nikes as a coach. Never. Never will that happen. Never. I remember seeing, I can't remember who the coach was, but when we were at the Nebraska-Oregon game years ago in Lincoln, we chatted with a couple of Husker coaches because you had relationships with some of them from their time at Oregon State because yeah. it was the Mike Riley-led Nebraska team. And it, I remember joking on the sideline, one of the coaches was bitching that they were he was now at an Adidas school. It was Ryan Gunderson. Is that who it was? it was? I couldn't remember who it was. I knew it was a coach, but I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. And he was complaining that they're in Adidas school and he can't wear Jordans and he can't yes. wear Nikes and he wanted to wear Nikes. Yes. And he's like, ah, whatever. I'll make like that was the first dead giveaway. The dude's wearing Nikes. Not to mention the fact the sunglasses that he's wearing at a night game yep. have a blue light on the side of them for filming purposes. Okay, so here I have a lot <laughs> this of questions. 100% this dude got this dude. I, I have not followed this story day by day. We've talked about it a little bit. We haven't dove into it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he... Is he still employed by Michigan? He's on paid administrative leave. Okay, so he's on paid administrative... That makes this even better. Yeah. So that means he somehow on paid administrative leave, potentially infiltrated Central Michigan. And by the way... No, so this was at the start of the year. This was their first game of the season. Right, right. But he, okay. So this was before he, okay. he's been on paid administrative leave right, for the last like, two weeks. Game with Michigan this State. was game one of the season for Michigan State. Michigan State's one of the worst football teams in, in Power 5 football right now. They're terrible. I, I think it speaks to how ridiculous the sign stealing is at Michigan, that they have to feel like they need to do this. Their coach pulled his wean out. It's been a bad season at Michigan State. Here's my other thing. Why is there an investigation on this? If you, me, Swag, Rop, Souk, Nemec, 
Dusty, Danny, Buck, Rust were all on a, in a room, and then there's a guy with sunglasses not wearing full team merch. Yeah. Would we need to investigate who it is? I kind of know. That guy doesn't belong there. And I understand. Staffs are much bigger in college football than the radio station. It's just kind of ridiculous. You can't instantly go, that ain't one of us. Yeah. What are we investigating here? That, that's it's not the, us. It's the dead giveaway. Because if it was an actual coach or somebody involved with the program, they would have immediately said, no, oh, no, no, that's, that's, that's Billy. He's our he's our grad assistant. Yes. Or he's the equipment guy. Or so what's the, the investigation? There is There shouldn't be one. That's definitely the dude. Okay. I have another <laughs> question. We in the media have to go through certain channels to get credentialed for yeah. uh, press boxes or to get on the sidelines for photo passes. Who did? Who did Mystery Man, Connor Stallions, who did he go through to get the pass and then got the, did he go to a store near Central Michigan and buy a polo? <laughs> Walk into the Team Gear store. Yeah. Like, I got a jacket. How did he get the access? I'm going to guess, well, they said there were a bunch of former Michigan coaches that went to the Central Michigan staff, so yeah. it's probably one of his boys. Hey, I'm going to be at the game. Hey, can you hook me up? There, There's something. The That's coach what, or AD has to sign off on the sideline. Yeah. So this is going to go some, to McElwain or the AD. This is where the investigation has to well, go. Well, McElwain is, said he didn't think this was any of their guys, but he's following through with the investigation <laughs> is what he said yesterday. <laughs> we had a coach on our sidelines in the coach's box wearing our team gear that I don't know who he is. Yeah. That's what he admitted last night. That's an issue. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is one of the craziest stories that I can ever remember. Do you know his dad? I, I found this out yesterday because this Connor Stallion stories popped up, and I'm like, wow. You know his dad was cheating at Western Kentucky? Stallion's dad? No. Oh. Harbaugh. Oh, Harbaugh's Mr. dad? Mr. Jack Harbaugh, <laughs> who we always have to put on TV because his two sons are coaching. What was he doing? He was Same recording thing. teams. Ah. They had camcorder. This was back in the day when Jack was co- they had camcorders. Betamax. Yes. <laughs> Belichick. Popcorn. Video cameras. This is unbelievable. Look, I made the I made the connection. We argued about the Houston Astros last week. You can feel however you want about the Astros. This is literally the same thing. Oh, this might be, and it might even it might be, be more egregious. Like this, is, the whole thing about sign stealing in any sport in baseball, if your if your catcher is not going to be protective of his signs, guys will pick up on it. Yeah, and that's totally fair game. Like if I'm on second, you're not changing it. You're just putting down a two. Like or I'm going to rub my shoulder and say the ball. Picks up a pitcher tipping his pitch. He does totally. something different with his glove to indicate a different grip. Okay, breaking balls or coming. If you even totally you pick that up yeah. in a game and tell the next guy in the yes. on deck circle, totally fine. And if you're on a football sideline and and you notice that the coaches are doing, you know, yeah. whatever with their right arm. This, and every time they do it, it's a run. It's right. like, okay, that's okay. We've picked up on their signals. Filming them is where the problem comes right. in. That's what the Astros did. They used cameras to film into the catcher's signals. So the Patriots did against the Rams. That's what the Patriots yes. did. Like, it's that's explicitly yes. forbidden in yeah. the bylaws. <laughs> yes. There's, there's okay cheating, and then there's like, yes. there's you're taking cheating. it too far yes. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> this is unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. He looks like a very, by the way, Connor Stallions, the alleged sign stealer for Michigan. Which can't be his real name. I mean, come on. That, that is a porn name, yes. and he looks like an untrustworthy <laughs> porn porn star. Dude, there's so many weird tentacles of this. The fact that he's a Marine, the fact that he has he has a manifesto about Michigan football that's like hundreds of pages long. That him and his boys <laughs> are plotting 
or were plotting to somehow run the program at yeah. some point in time. I wonder if you read it <laughs> in some sort of meter, it would match up with the melody of Hail to the Victors or something. <laughs> I can't wait for us to find out what other non-conference Big Ten opponent he was masquerading as a staffer on. <laughs> yeah, well, how many other sidelines has this dude been on? Let's go find out, like, uh, Iowa's Did he wave to the kids at Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out there waving to the kids. No, <laughs> this is how sick it is. He's a sick kid. Yeah. He's masquerading as he's, a sick kid <laughs> in the hospital, and he's like... He's got his binoculars. They're waving at him, there. and he's just zooming in, watching <laughs> hey, Iowa signs. Why is that guy got binoculars. Why does he need to spy on a Brian Ferentz offense? They don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, they suck. They fired him, but he's still coaching them. That's how sick this is. Connor Stallions needs to be investigated as masquerading as a sick kid in the Iowa hospital. I'm convinced. Yeah. I'm I, just convinced. I demand an investigation. It's disgusting what this guy's doing. This is one of the crazier sports stories that I can remember in a long time. And they're just nonchalantly in the top four in the college football playoff. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Here come the Wolverines. Our boy Boo was asked about that. <laughs> yeah, he says, not our issue, not our problem, NCAA issue. I have a lot of questions. Austin Meek covers Michigan for The Athletic. He joins us at 730 today. We're going to Michigan. Uh, let's get to NFL Zigger Zag next on The Fan. We'll get to the college football playoff rankings. Hear from all the uh, tastemakers of college football coming up in the second hour. Uh, but it is time, as we do every Wednesday at 645, for our new segment we've created this football season called NFL Zig or Zag. Let's go, baby. I'm still waiting for the joint papers to sponsor this segment. Literally any segment we do would be nice. Um, Brought to you by Sprague's Weed. <laughs> be a good, it'd be a good sponsor. Uh, Dirt, I want to start by playing this clip uh, for you. You can take call. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Jim. I, I give up. Come on, we're so close. What's the problem? All right, you don't like Chase Young's patella. Then what about Sweat? You don't like Sweat? What about Hunter? <laughs> you don't like Hunter? Go get a guy that we don't even know he's on the block. That was 97-1 Detroit's Mike Valenti, who ah. was caught throwing a chair on the ground. Once he found out the Niners acquired Chase Young, Dirt Zigger Zag, the Detroit Lions, who got Donovan Peoples-Jones from Cleveland, will regret not getting defensive help. Yeah, I'm going to zig on this. I like the, the Peoples-Jones edition because he's a good downfield blocker. They don't really have a big play, like jump ball, kind of wide receiver. He can fill that void a little bit. They you don't think off- St. Brown can be that guy? Hey, he's, he's just he's not the bigger body guy. Like, if I'm throwing a fade in the corner of the end zone, I just, I don't know, maybe he's big. I just don't picture him as that. I remember that. how big he, I, I feel like he was a big guy. I picture him more as like an underneath route, incredibly athletic, going to run away from you. I don't view him as like a, Six foot five, Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's, corner six, of the he's end six foot. You're okay. right. Um, Laporta's having a really good year, so I, I, I'm not poo-pooing that addition at all. But I think there were two teams in the NFC yesterday that probably should have sat around and said, why didn't we do more? You saw the Seahawks get better. You saw the 49ers get better. I think Dallas and Detroit are the two that if I were a fan of those two teams, I'd be saying, wait, a conditional third-round pick was all it took to get Chase Young from the Commanders? I wish we would have made a move like that. you got to be aggressive sometimes. I'm not saying Detroit and Dallas can't win without additions, Hmm. but if you see teams around you getting better, it would make me concerned. So I'm going to zig on that. Sounds like a zag, but that's okay. Uh, Dirt, let's go to Dallas, where Ben Solak of the Ringer says this about Dak Prescott. 
Quote, Prescott is sixth in EPA per dropback and eighth in success rate. Still by success rate, he is third in the NFL when pressured and first when blitzed. Prescott quarterbacks at an extremely high level, and when he is on, which is most of the time, he looks like a quarterback who can power a Super Bowl run, end quote. Dirt Ziggur Zag, Prescott winning this weekend would get you to buy in on him being able to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Zag. I couldn't zag hard enough on that. No, one regular season game against the Eagles, who have, by the way, been vulnerable and nearly lost a handful of games here recently. No, I'm not getting anywhere near that. He's got to do it in the playoffs. He's got to do it multiple times in the playoffs. When they've played a legitimate defense this year and a legitimate team, he threw three picks and they got dominated by the 49ers. I'm not forgetting that. All of a sudden, because San Francisco's lost a couple of games in a row, Dak Prescott's got to do it. Regular season wins mean nothing for him at this point in his career. He's won a lot of regular season games. He's looked good in primetime games. That's not the issue. He's got to do it in the playoffs. Their wins are against teams outside of the Jets. I want to say every other team that they've beaten is below 500, and that was obviously an Aaron Rodgers-less Jets team that is not very good offensively. Like, Win multiple games that matter. One game this weekend is not going to change my mind on him. We go to Baltimore where the Ravens preparing for the Seahawks this weekend after, you know, kind of narrowly escaping Arizona. They were big, and then Arizona yeah. came back and ended up covering that spread. Arizona's going to do that to a lot of teams this year. People go into that Arizona game, and they're like, ah, eh, we're going to blow them out. Linebacker Roquan Smith said this, quote, We're some angry birds over the way this game ended, so we're definitely going to express that on Sunday. We're pissed off about how this last game played out. We have to defend our turf by any means necessary, end quote. Mm. Zig or zag, the Ravens will move to the front of the line in the AFC with a win over Seattle this weekend. I'm going to zig on that, man. I think Baltimore is a team that nobody's talking about in the NFL. They have quality wins over Cincinnati. Uh, just dominated the Lions two weeks ago, who was unquestionably a playoff team in the NFC. I think they add another one of the bunch. Both their losses this year, too, are games that they easily could have won. They had that weird clunker and a downpour against the Colts, and then you had the 17-10 to game against Pittsburgh that's always ugly and low They should have won that game. They should have won both those games. They very easily could be undefeated at this point in the year. I think they're the most balanced team right now in terms of the way they're playing defense and what they can do offensively. Lamar Jackson's having an unbelievable season. I love them this weekend at home against Seattle. We go to Miami, where the Dolphins Dolphins are getting ready to head over to Germany with the Chiefs in a German tilt 6.30 kickoff. And wide receiver Tyreek Hill uh, yesterday said that the Chiefs never offered him what the Jets or Dolphins did, Mm -hmm. that he baited him into offering a contract and it wasn't near the amount. They reportedly offered him 58 guaranteed. Jets offered 76. Miami's was 70. He offset the 76 and 70 by saying no state tax in Florida, (laughs) which was actually a really... Uh, good point by his mom. Zigger Zag Hill will make his former team regret not offering him the seventy million guaranteed to stay with the Chiefs, who are currently struggling with wide receiver play. I have to zag on that, and that does not mean that I don't think he's going to have a big game because he will probably have a big game. Although the Kansas City defense is legitimate, I think it's number one or two in pass Dude, defense right now. Very good. I still think tight. Like I don't care how good you are, you're not going to be able to stop Tyreek Hill. He's going to have some big plays and big catches. I think this whole conversation is over. Kansas City won a Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but where are they at right now? They won a Super Bowl last year. Where are they at right now? (laughs) How many Super Bowls has Tyreek Hill won since he left? How many playoff games has Tyreek Hill won since he left? Like Maybe Miami does it this year, and then we can have the debate of like, hey, they both won one without each other. But as of now, Kansas City has the final laugh. They're 6-2. and two. I understand their offense has been a little clunky. They need to figure some things out at wide receiver. Talk about a team that I was surprised that maybe didn't make another move. I know they brought Hardman back a week or two ago from the Jets. 
Uh, but their defense is going to keep them in every game that they're playing. They were. It sounds like an illness was going through their locker room last week as well. Mahomes was sick and almost didn't play against uh, uh, Denver in that game. But I, I can't say that they regret anything. They won a Super Bowl last year without him, and that's the ultimate trump card. Last one for you. It's pretty simple. Josh McDaniels fired. The GM fired in <laughs> Vegas last night. Yeah. Zig or zag, the Raiders will nail their next GM coach hire. <laughs> I will zag on that. Wow. When was the last time the Raiders nailed anything? You thought they nailed their previous coach, John Gruden. <laughs> I did like And he was terrible. Well, hey, 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 what? easy. What? Johnny was building something special. Knock he was awful. Uh, he knock wasn't on wood good. if you're with me. Okay. The move to Vegas was the last time they actually nailed something. Yeah, that's true. That's a good move for them. Yeah. That's who, a good move. Who, I don't you throw everything at Ben Johnson? I mean, or Jim Harbaugh, Lincoln Riley. They I mean they're gonna end up I don't with a tough three Harbaugh pick. anymore. I he's getting older. I just I think I'm out. <laughs> I, I want to go young. I want okay. I want some life into my locker room. I, I think he's going to drink a lot of milk and be better, very energetic. I think that'll happen. He's just going to do the old Niner thing. <laughs> Who has it better than us? Nobody. And they went to three straight NFC title Did games. They win, win a title. <laughs> they went to a Super Bowl. Win a title. <laughs> the Raiders haven't sniffed one in a half a century. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Good point by you. It's been a long time. I think you meant to zag on a couple of those, but you no, know, that's zigging. okay. I'm zigging, baby. All right, all right. I'm zigging. Hour number two, college football playoff rankings come out. They get people hot and bothered. We kick it off with that. Where Oregon and Washington are. Austin Meek at 730. And some, some good audio in college football to get to. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 